With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Rifleman Radio Show on Appleseed Radio. The Rifleman Radio Show is brought to you by the Appleseed Project, which is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to bringing you the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the United States today, while at the same time reminding you about how you got here, how you got to be an American, uh, who stood together in ranks on April 19, 1775, in order that you could have the nation that you have today with the freedoms and liberties that it affords. I'd like to welcome everyone tonight, even though we're getting a 30-minute uh, a uh, reduced start time. Uh, there were... Uh, there were several glitches when we tried to load the show tonight, and uh, it caused me to have to resubmit the show to Blog Talk, and uh, they decided to take it on their own sweet time, and when they did decide to take the show, it was already 7.01, so that, had me, that made me switch to the next time slot, which was 
I can only do what they what they do. But I'm telling you, I'm looking at uh, several other uh, venues that, to, to host this show. Several folks have uh, invited us uh, to become part of their networks, and I'm looking at all of those options right now because uh, it'll be kind of a major move to move over to uh, another network and. Uh, I want to make sure that if we're going to do this, that we get the the best one that we can get for the show. So once again, I apologize for the uh, for the glitches in, in the show, and this isn't the first one. We've had plenty of them, and I was just uh, talking to Frank offline uh, during the uh, during the waiting period, and uh, I told him that I love the I love the folks, uh, I love the listeners to the radio show because. Uh, they are the absolute best folks. If uh, if I'm waiting for the show to begin, and uh, I always start about uh, 20 minutes early because I never know when there's going to be some kind of a glitch uh, or, or something that's going to happen. So I always try and give myself plenty of time. But even then, if uh, something happens and the show comes on at 7.01, uh, there's already a stack of folks uh, tapping their fingers, tapping their toes. 7.01, 7.01. Where is he? So I knew there would be a lot of folks uh, a lot of folks tapping their fingers tonight. All right, well, let's get started with the, the upcoming shoots. And we have quite a few upcoming shoots. Uh, the, uh, the days of wondering when there's going to be a shoot uh, are way, way over because there's a shoot every weekend uh, of every week in the United States. So if you're looking for an event, there's one near you, guaranteed. Now, how would you find these events? How would you figure out how to get to one, how, where it is, and, and what, would you, what would you do to make sure you had a place on the line? Well, here's what you do. You go to AppleseedUSA.org, RWVA.org. Either one of those will take you to the home page. On the home page, there's a list of tabs going across the top. The second one from the left says Appleseed. If you put your cursor on that, you'll get a drop-down menu. The second uh, item on the menu is Schedule. You click on Schedule, and that will take you to the page I'm going to read off right now. That page has all of the, uh, the dates and locations in the United States for this year. Now, they'll be listed by the, it'll be listed by the, uh, by the dates. Like right now, the next weekend is August 14th, 15th weekend. It will be listed by the the current dates and then in alphabetical order by the locations of the cities. So you would look on the, go to rwva.org, look across the top of the page for the tab, see the one that says Appleseed, put your cursor on that, get a drop-down menu. The second item on the menu says Schedule. Click on that. That will take you to this page. When you get to this page, you look for the, the date that you would like to attend, and then find out the location you would like to attend. And then just to the right of that, now once you've, once you've found a date and a location you want to attend, that's it. The hard part's over, right? Because you don't want to just think about going to an event. You want to go to an event. So what you do now is you look just to the right of that, and you'll see two hot links. One says information. The information tab will tell you the specifics for that event. It will give you a map of how to get there, 
uh, tell you who it is uh, running the event, what range, the uh, uh, any applicable state laws, the contact information for the uh, for the folks running the event in the range. <clears throat> right under that is another tab that says register. Now this is an important tab because you want to make sure that you have a place on the line. The way to do that is to pre-register for the event because you don't expect that you can come walking up to any event and get on the line anymore. It's uh, it's getting harder and harder, folks. Uh, we're getting more and more sold-out shoots. And Hawk Haven has sent me another list of sold-out shoots. I'm going to read that in just a second. Another list of the sold-out shoots. So if you want to make sure that you get to an event, you'll go to rwva.org, the home page. Go up to the uh, the top of the page. You'll see the tabs on there. Go to the one that says Appleseed. Put your cursor on that. You'll get a drop-down menu. Put your cursor on the schedule. Click on that. You'll come to this page. Go to the the location and date you want to go to. Check out the information, and then hit register to pre-register for the event. That ensures that you have a place on the line. That ensures that we have uh, a good uh, ratio of instructors to attendees, that we've shipped the right amount of gear to cover everyone there, because we're not just doing one or two events a year, I mean a, a, a weekend. We're doing uh, 20, 30, sometimes 40 events on a weekend. That's a lot of folks. That we have to figure out how to get to the events, how many uh, hotel rooms, how many rental cars, how many airline flights, uh, how many boxes at 80 pounds a box to send. <clears throat> so you can help us at the same time you're helping yourself by making sure that you've pre-registered, you've got a place on the line, and that uh, we know you're going to be there. All right, so let me start this out with uh, the next, the upcoming weekend is the August 14th and 15th weekend. And that starts out in Bennington, Vermont, followed by Columbiana, Alabama, Escondido, California, Eureka, Kansas, Gunnison slash Lost Canyon, Colorado, Hinckley, Minnesota, Hubertus, Wisconsin, Lima, Ohio, Mayhill, New Mexico, Osage Beach, Missouri, Stark, Florida, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Waco, Georgia. That takes us to the August 21st and 22nd weekend, which begins in Cloverdale, Indiana, followed by Davila, Texas, right here, right here at the uh, Texas home DAR, August 21st and 22nd. Uh, we're going to have a good, good crew out uh, that weekend despite of the heat. I've already had several people call and ask me if they can bring uh, overhead cover. I said, yes, you may. You'll just have to wear a pink shirt that says wussy on it. Because it's going to be hot. Followed by Evansdale, Indiana, August 21st and 22nd. Grand Island, Nebraska. Harvard, Massachusetts. Mannheim, Pennsylvania. Messina, New York. McLean, Illinois. Montrose, Iowa. North Fayetteville, North Carolina. Ottawa, Illinois. Rochester, Minnesota. Sacramento, California. Shreveport, Louisiana. Sparta, Illinois. Van Etten, New York, Yanceyville, North Carolina, Peterborough, New Hampshire starts the August 26th and 27th week, because that's a Thursday and Friday, followed by the August 28th and 29th weekend, which starts in Chaplin, Connecticut, College Station, Texas, Corona, California, 
El Paso Community College, El Paso, Texas, August 28th and 29th. Now, this is another good example of why you should have your uh, have your cursor hit the register to pre-register before you leave this page because El Paso Community College uh, indoor range is a great range, but it has a limited number of slots. There's only 20 positions, so you need to make sure that you have pre-registered so that you get one of those nice indoor climate control carpet uh, baffled in between each shooter positions. Followed by Eleanor, West Virginia. This is also the 28th and 29th. Gibsonburg, Ohio. Gunnersville, Alabama. Lemoore, California. Mayaka City, Florida. New Bremen, New York. Oxford, Kansas. Piru, California. Rama, Colorado. Raton, New Mexico, Vale, Oregon, Weatherby, Missouri. I take this to the first weekend in September, which is the 4th and 5th. That starts in Boulder, Montana, followed by Canton, Mississippi, Chillicothe, Illinois, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Cornell, Mississippi, uh, Enfield, New Hampshire, Gunnison, slash Lost Canyon, Colorado, Humansville, Missouri. September 4th and 5th is a ladies-only shoot. Uh, if you'd like to go to a shoot uh, which is ladies-only, this is a great shoot for you, September 4th and 5th. You know, i, I got to tell you that uh, I've never been one who's really been a big uh, in favor of ladies-only shoots just because uh, I'm not in favor of a anyone-only shoot. Uh, somebody came up to me and said, hey, I want to have a guys-only shoot so that we can, uh, you know, we don't have to bathe and we can scratch our hineys, et cetera, then uh, I would say no thanks because uh, we need everybody. But I understand that uh, at the same time that uh, shooting is one of those things that uh, a lot of times women are more comfortable if they are instructed by uh, by other women or if they're only shooting around other women, and they don't have to, uh, to listen to guys telling them they're doing it wrong. So so I, we're actually hosting a uh, several women-only shoots ourselves here in Texas. We have one coming up, uh, a really large one coming up in 2011 with the DIVA organization. But if you want to go to a ladies-only shoot, there is one in Humansville, uh, Missouri, September 4th and 5th. Also in that weekend is Manchester, Tennessee, Miamisburg, Ohio, Purier, Tennessee, Ramsar, North Carolina, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, Winona, Minnesota. That brings us to the September 11th and 12th weekend, which starts in Alliance, Nebraska, followed by Annapolis, Maryland, Athens, Ohio, Brighton, Colorado, Castle Rock, Washington, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Eagle Creek, Oregon, Eureka, Kansas, Jericho, Vermont, Knob Creek, Kentucky, Marshall, Minnesota, Palmerton, Pennsylvania, Raton, New Mexico, Sacramento, California, St. Augustine, Florida, Saugus, California, Sherburne, Louisiana, Suwamico, Wisconsin, Troop, New York. I was at Troop uh, in June and uh, I tell you, that's a great range. Ed and his crew, B964, Ed and the New York crew are absolutely uh, fantastic up there. I don't. There's not enough good things to say about 
Ed and uh, Rock and Josie Wales and uh, all of the rest of the uh, New York crew. Frank's on the line. He's waiting on the line. He's going to be talking to you in a few minutes. So is Ed. He's going to talk about the winter seeds in just a minute. <clears throat> the same weekend, September 11th and 12th, Tacoa, Georgia. Waterman, Illinois. Wilmington, North Carolina. Kaysville, Utah. Afton, Oklahoma. Starts off the September 18th and 19th weekend. Kaysville, Utah is actually the 17th and 18th. So that's a Friday and Saturday. Unless this is unless this got on the schedule here wrong, and if it is, uh, write it up in the chat, and I'll see that in, a, in just a minute when I switch over to the chat screen. But uh, I'm going to go on what it says here, though that would be a Friday and Saturday shoot in Kaysville, Utah, 17th and 18th. All right, that will take us to the weekend of the 18th and 19th, which starts in Afton, Oklahoma, followed by Alamogordo, New Mexico, Amarillo, Texas, Bedford, Indiana, Blackfoot, Idaho, Burlington Flats, New York, Clinton, Illinois, Davila, Texas, Fresno, California, Hartford, Connecticut, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, Mansfield, Massachusetts, Montpelier, Virginia, New Martinsville, West Virginia, Osage Beach, Missouri, Payson, Arizona, Piru, California, Saratoga Springs, New York, Sierra Vista, Arizona. I want to tell you guys, there too, that the Arizona crew is doing absolutely great. Uh, I'm really proud of all the folks out in Arizona. They're growing their program. They've got a very active program. All right, still the same weekend, September 18th and 19th, Three Forks, Montana, Yanceyville, North Carolina. That takes us to uh, the September 25th and 26th weekend. But we're already a month ahead, so we're going to stop right there. <clears throat> All right. Once again, I apologize for the late start this evening. We'll be going to uh, to 9.30 Central Time because uh, – that was a slot that was left open uh, when the show finally got reloaded. So uh, what, we, what we'll be talking about tonight <clears throat> is the winter apple seeds. We're calling it the winter seed program. Uh, Ed, B964 from New York, is running the winter seed. He's the winter seed uh, shoot boss. He and his crew, and then any of the rest of you guys uh, uh, from the – from the northern states, the cold areas that want to call in and talk about this and help us figure out how to make sure that we uh, have the lines filled this winter, then please do so. Now, we're not talking about just the northeast. There are plenty of states uh, snowed under all the way out to uh, Washington State during the winter. Just because it's winter, we don't want to give up these lines and say it's winter. We're not going to go outside and shoot. Uh, I've already talked to plenty of folks uh, from the winter states and uh, Dwarven, Dwarven one was a. Uh, he'll be one of the first guys to tell you that uh, the those guys are used to it. They're used to the snow on the ground, just like we're used to the heat here in Texas. There shouldn't be any reason why, uh, just because it's snowing, that you guys don't get out there and tramp a line down through the snow so you can see your target while you're in prone and fill the lines and uh, figure out ways. Uh, to make sure that it's a, an enjoyable shoot, even though it's the dead of winter. Somebody's got to bring a 55-gallon barrel and uh, a half quart of uh, firewood 
then do that to make sure that you have, uh, uh, you know, warm hands to, to shoot with. But there's, there's plenty of ways to do it. We'd also like to make sure that uh, the folks in Waterman get a chance to, uh, to talk about the Waterman shoot because the Waterman shoot is coming up at uh, the speed of light. And this is going to be a record-breaking shoot. And uh, I think that, uh, that Pippi from out in, I believe she's from California, has volunteered to try and get the Guinness Book of World Records uh, involved in this shoot. I haven't heard back from her, but uh, Pippi was going to uh, take care of that and try and get the Guinness folks involved in the shoot. But they're going to need every one of us. Uh, whenever somebody in the program is having a specific uh, large event, like the Waterman shoot, it shouldn't be just a uh, an Illinois, you take care of it yourself kind of deal. It should be every one of us saying, hey, the folks out in Illinois need a hand, and we are just the guys to give it to them. We are just the folks to lend a hand. So that's what I would like to uh, I'd like to hear from the, the winter seat folks tonight, and I think Ed's already on the phone, and, uh, and the Waterman folks. So that we can make sure that uh, the Waterman event that's coming up, make sure that it is a success, that the lines are filled, and that the the winter seeds are getting planned, and uh, and we're getting those ready for this winter. Now, before I go on any further, uh, let me read you the uh, let me read you the sold out shoots and the updates that Hawk Haven sent to me because I really appreciate. Uh, Hawk, you doing this, taking the time to scan through the shoots, getting the data, and sending it to me so I can send it to the folks here on the radio show. All right, here we go. Escondido, California is sold out, all right? If you figured that you were going to be shooting at Escondido, California on uh, the 14th and 15th, you're wrong. Stark, Florida. They're almost sold out. They have 13 of the 15 positions uh, already filled. I'm going to leave two. Uh, I bet by the end of the radio show tonight, I bet uh, you guys can get on the phone and rustle up two shooters for Stark, Florida. I I know that you can do that. Two more shooters, and let's close that shootout. All right, for the 28th and 29th, Eleanor, West Virginia, sold out. For the uh, September 11th and 12th, Annapolis, Maryland, sold out. Uh, The September Waterman, Illinois shoot, the 300 shoot, it's already up to 107. It's one-third of the way to being closed out, one-third of the way. Let's let's add another 100 uh, shooters this week. Let's add another 100 shooters to the line this week. I know we can do it. I know that uh, uh, I know that it can get done. Uh, October ninth and tenth, Annapolis, Maryland, sold out. November sixth and seventh, Annapolis, Maryland, sold out. Listen, some of you guys better get on the uh, get on the horn to the uh, the Annapolis, Maryland folks and find out what they're doing, because whatever they're doing, it's working. They got their shoots sold out. Now, and I don't care if it's even a small shoot. I don't care if it's even just a 10-person shoot. But to have uh, the next three months of the shoot sold out, I don't know how many people are in the Annapolis, uh, Maryland location. Any of you guys that know, be sure and post into the chat so that I can uh, 
so I can see how many folks are going to be there. But I'm telling you, uh, they've got that, that location sold out for three months. There's no reason that the rest of us can't be doing that. Now, <clears throat> that's one of the problems, uh, I'd say problems, that's one of the weak areas that we have here at the program is promotions. Each one of you guys is a promotions ambassador. I don't care what position you hold as uh, uh, with the organization or if you're even a member. You don't even have to be a member. You are still, uh, I will knight you right now. To everyone listening, you are hereby uh, knighted as a, uh, a knight of the realm in promotions uh, for the program. You are hereby to be considered an Appleseed Promotions Ambassador. That's each and every one of you. And the way to do that is uh, is to start off with the high-yield, high low-tech method, and that's with talking to each other and uh, talking to your family members, word of mouth. Uh, we're going to get through, we're going to go through several other uh, methods in the course of the evening. Uh, but right now, I'd like to bring on Ed, and also at the same time, let me bring on Sam. Sam, welcome to the show. Evening, Scout. Sam is uh, Sam is a guy that keeps me straight, and uh, and if he sees me uh, if he sees me making the uh, the choking ahoga motions with my hands, and he starts talking until <laughs> I until I spit it out. Uh, uh, Ed, if you will. Uh, uh, if you will post your number, so I'll know which one it is. We got a full line of uh, callers. If you'll post your number, and then uh, and then Moggett, if you will post your the first uh, three of your uh, uh, your area code, then I'll bring you on too. All right. <laughs> Sounds like we're having a little fun with the system tonight, Scout. Oh yeah. Now what is happening? Moggett is already she's already making fun of me. She's not even on the air yet. Oh man. Yeah, Ed, if you'll uh, if you will. Okay, you got it. Six oh seven. All right. Then uh, we'll bring Ed on, and then I'm going to bring uh, Ed's buddy Frank from New York also on. Ed, welcome to the show. Mike, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing just great. Listen, I'm bringing Frank on with us, so both of you guys are on the line. And uh, is there any of the rest of the New York crew uh, that you have uh, waiting there to call in? Um, I'm not in front of the computer. Frank's actually from Pennsylvania, so if you call him a New Yorker, you might get upset. Okay. I'm only a New Yorker from my BCs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And then we got, uh, let's see, who is uh, Spartan? Spartan. Uh, yeah, he's got some good information for us. Okay. He's also a New Yorker? Yes. All right, he's on too. Spartan, I'm here. Okay, welcome to the show, Spartan. And uh, thanks, Scout. And then the only one I have left is uh, I'm going to bring Moggin on when she tells me what her uh, what her first three on. But Ed, what I'd like you to do is as uh, you start explaining the Winter Seed program that uh, that you're shoot bossing now. Uh, and then, uh, uh, as Ed's explaining it, 
he will, I'm sure, I got uh, Frank and uh, and Spartan on, so when, as he's explaining it, he can defer to you guys whenever he needs some uh, some extra filling. But, Ed, go ahead and uh, bring us up to date on the program and how you're going to go about uh, uh, kicking this thing off. All right, well, the, the first thing is, is like you said earlier, uh, winter season is the northern state of the uh, The whole country needs to be involved in this. Uh, you remember not that long ago, um, back last winter, uh, there's like a, a whole whole uh, period from uh, October till March that there's really not much going on as far as issues, even down south. I mean, I know some of the guys down south keep on going all year round, but there's a real delay there, and uh, what happens there is, one, we're not getting the message out to as many people, and the second thing that happens is a lot of instructors get kind of, uh, get rusty and delayed. So what the, the plan is, is to uh, roll right through winter as if it uh, doesn't exist, and we just keep putting, uh, try to get a shoot every weekend. Um, it's at as many uh, locations as we can and try to get the message out to as many people as we can. Hey, so, uh, Ed? Yeah. Uh, if you're, if there's a way for you to get a better signal uh, standing on the top of your car or wrapping some tinfoil around your head or something, uh, <laughs> you're kind of breaking in and out, so I don't know if there's anything <laughs> you can do about it. But, uh, All right. Can you hear you can, me better now? If you can now, give or? us a better signal, we'd appreciate it. Can you hear me better now or no? Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so I don't know what you heard and what you didn't, but uh, the plan is just to roll right through winter like uh, it doesn't exist. Now, we got a couple of things to overcome with that. Number one is a lot of people uh, don't associate outdoor winter with, uh, with shooting. They do when it comes to hunting and stuff like that, but not actual... Uh, marksmanship kind of stuff. So we get there's a, a little bit of a resistance we need to co- overcome with that. And I think the biggest way to overcome that is if you have the shoot scheduled, people will uh, sign up for them. I mean, right now, if you've got a bunch of people that want to go to a shoot and it's not on the schedule, they obviously are not going. Right. Uh, so and the guys, to... that'll, if they will go out there and they'll sit in the snow not moving around, freezing to death, uh, waiting to, to shoot it uh, at a deer or something, certainly they'll come to an event where they can stomp their feet and, uh, and drink hot coffee and stand around a barrel with some fire in it. Uh, I mean, certainly they'll do that. And I talked to, uh, I don't know, uh, let's see, New York gets pretty, uh, it gets pretty snowy with the lake effect snow. You guys uh, have plenty of snow there. I- I've been up there in the winter, and yet everybody still seems to function. I mean, they- they're still out there in the snow working, so uh, there's no reason that they can't come to an event and be shooting. Right. You see millions of people out hunting, uh, skiing, snowmobiling. Uh, winter People don't not go outside in the wintertime, so we we got to get over some of that stigma that uh, nobody's going to come to these shoots if we set them up. So just let's set them up, and then we'll, we'll find out, and we'll get people here, and we'll fill them up. Um, right, we and we've got a lot better name recognition. We've got a lot better ways of getting the information out. By wintertime, there will be billboards in New York. Uh, 
there'll be a lot more uh, of the name recognition. There'll be a lot more of uh, folks who understand what the program is, what the program is about, and why they should be attending it. So. Like you said, a lot of times people don't put shoots on the books because they say, well, it's going to be winter, it's going to be snowy and sleeting, and nobody's going to come. But the people that do put shoots on the books do get people attending. So the main thing is to get those shoots on the books. I don't think you'll have a whole lot of trouble because uh, a lot of the ranges, you know, they're not being used uh, a lot of times by folks in the winter. So uh, the only one that I can that I can tell you you wouldn't get would be troop during the actual hunting season because because uh ernie told me that he sits there at the uh on the firing line to hunt deer sure there's probably more ranges than you'd think of that uh wouldn't have an apple seed during the winter in new york because of hunting um but that's where we need to start looking at some of the the private lands and stuff like that and there's also the uh alternative of indoor uh, ranges, which we've actually did one uh, in or, uh, February of this year. We did an indoor shoot, the first one in New York, and it, it worked out well. I mean, there's some things that are kind of tricky about it as far as time management if you have a small, because most indoor ranges are fairly small as far as doing relays and stuff like that. But, I mean, that's an alternative. Uh, private land is good. And then the ranges that don't have some kind of hunting event or sighting in or whatever hunters do at ranges, I'm not really sure. Um, but, I mean, there, there's other alternatives. It, it, the the people that are worried about uh, the extreme cold and stuff like that, I mean, if it's, in the most times, um, if it's over, you know, 25, you're going to be moving around. You're not going to, um, you're not going to feel cold. I mean, we went to a shoot in uh, LBN, New York, in February of 2010, and it was cold, but it, you were moving around, you were active. Um, it's really not that bad. There's a couple of things that Spartan's got uh, some tips on, you know, how to prepare and, and things to look out for and be concerned about in cold weather, but it's really not a huge concern. All right. Uh, what about the rest of you guys? What are y'all plans at? Because, uh, Frank, you're in Pennsylvania, so you guys are going to uh, be working on the same thing, right? Yeah, we, we went year-round last year. We had shoots November, December, January, February. Uh, one of, we, we actually had a sellout in December for the 19th and 20th, um, we, and then we had no shooters in January. Uh, we, the biggest issue there is we didn't get the range to confirm the shoots until the last week in December. So one of the things we're doing this year is working with the, the board of our host clubs to make sure that we get them to approve their shoots in uh, uh, September of our, or October, so we can get them on the calendar and, and get them out, so people have plenty of time to uh, to book those shoots. Uh, okay. Now that's a, I would say that that's a, probably a pretty important point. Is make sure that you guys are on the uh, the ball right now, talk to the ranges and saying, hey, we want to do this uh, in the winter, regardless of the weather, and go ahead and getting the shoots on the books now, rather than trying to wait. Let's. Uh, Let's get everybody rolling and getting those shoots lined up now. And then, uh, you know, once we get the shoot lined up, I think uh, a couple things for folks that that haven't been to one before. Uh, we did a good job on the after action report and the uh, internal AAR from the December 1920 shoot last year. If you want to look it up on the forum, 
uh, just query Blizzard and Mannheim, and uh, you'll find them. Um, uh, uh, this we we had to shoot in a in a 15 inch snowstorm on Saturday, and uh, we had a, a I think a number of things that we did as a team that pulled it off. That every one of us made lots of mistakes, but as a team, the uh, the instructor crew there was great. Um, uh, one of the key things, uh, West is one of the instructors. He's now out in Indiana. But he said, there's no bad weather, only bad clothing. Uh, and it's really key to make sure that you're properly attired. You know, if you're going to work as an IIT or an instructor or be there as a shooter, you got to make sure you got good gear because you're going to be laying down in that snow and it's going to be uh, crawling into places that you don't normally expect it to get into if you're just getting in and out of a car. Uh, so you really need to make sure. That, you know, you think about it, if you're in snow, you need the same kind of wet weather gear. Um uh, as, as a shoot boss, you've really got to think about preparing, and uh, a lot of it's the same as what you do now. Uh, look at the weather report. Know what's going on. Uh, we knew we were going to get a snowstorm, so the instructor crew made sure that we were there early. Um, uh, Chainsaw was great because he brought the one thing that nobody else thought to bring, and that was a shovel. Uh, we actually had to clear the firing line. We had to shovel... Uh, um, uh, a path between the firing line and the target line because we uh, shooters were actually shooting through snow. They were shooting through three and four inches of snow, hitting the 400-yard targets. So we had to clear clear space for the for the bullet paths. Um, you know, we needed a sled to be able to schlep material uh, from our vehicles and the parking lot that got plowed down to the firing line. Uh, so uh, th uh, things about getting prepped. Uh, making sure that you've got everything there. Um, during the shoot, the, there's lots of different problems you're going to run into. Um, the, some of the training that I've taken from military folks, uh, that the, the first thing that happens when you get cold, before your fingers and your toes get numb, your brain gets numb. And people start to make dumb mistakes, and safety really becomes paramount uh, in keeping the... Uh, you know, the line boss and the uh, RSOs and the LSOs got to be on top of safety issues. Um, even little things like as people are trying to sling up, we, I, we had one woman that, that ground her muzzle into a pile of snow uh, just about every time she, she manipulated that rifle. Uh, it got to the point that I actually kept a cleaning rod in my back pocket because I was constantly uh, breaking up the snow that was occluding, the front of the, uh, occluding her muzzle. Um, our other fun one was we had somebody that got a scarf caught in the charging handle of an AR-10, of course, with a live round in the chamber. And so, you know, you got to figure out how you're going to get that scarf off his neck without ruining the scarf and then get that uh, scarf out of the action of the rifle. Um, so, you know, you got to be prepared for some unique and innovative uh, circumstances when you're working those shoots. Right. Uh, I have, uh, I've, I've run uh, gear in the uh, in the snow, and it's also very easy to uh, to get a magazine uh, packed with snow or a magazine well packed with snow, and then jam that thing into the uh, uh, into the rifle and try and chamber around. Uh, and if that snow is not melting or melted, then it's a good chance for it to foul up also. So there's a lot of different things that you're going to need to be paying attention to when you do these events. But these are things that uh, that the northern folks should really already kind of have a, a grasp on and that I'm sure that uh, 
what you can do is make sure that uh, when you guys are pushing the winter seed thing that you keep uh, updating folks on the, the safety aspects, on making sure that uh, that the folks are not jamming their their muzzles into the snow because uh, you think it's just snow and it's not a problem, but and usually it's not, but it can be. Uh, you jam that uh, rifle into the uh, into the snow and you pack it real good with some snow and ice, and uh, and the temperature is cold enough that it uh, that it goes ahead and freezes on down, and it could cause a problem. So they are, they're going to have to be aware of these different things that they're doing. Yep, absolutely. And then the other part is you got lots of malfunctions because if people don't properly lubricate their rifles with uh, appropriate cold weather lube. Uh, you got all kinds of uh, of interesting malfunctions are going to pop up, and and people get frustrated, and uh, that factors into the same safety issue with paying attention to things like muzzle sweeps and making sure uh, uh, rifles are clear. And listen, uh, on that point, uh, I uh, I happen to be at a uh, at a garage sale uh, last year, and I think I bought either three or four cases of. Uh, of gun lube from the military. I don't know how many cans or, you know, there's there were pint containers. Uh, but I think there was 60, 70, 80 of those. And, uh, and they were for extreme cold. And I have had very little chance to use them here in Texas. So uh, I, may, uh, I may just put them all in a box and send them up to you guys so you can distribute them uh, to each other out there. Yeah. That works. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, the, uh, uh, so there was one other problem we had that we, we I don't think we found a good answer to yet, and that is in clearing the line. Uh, you know, you got um, you know, the action open uh, in the middle of a driving snowstorm. We actually had ice forming inside chambers and uh, in firing pin channels uh, because you know you got a, a hot rifle laying down, uh, particularly after we fired a rapid fire AQT, and uh, it, it collected uh, lots of good ice. <laughs> So one of the things we need to work on is a good way of covering the action so that, uh, you know, snow and ice don't build up inside the action and cause other problems. Right, exactly. And make sure that we're, we're getting this all out to folks uh, on the on the same, uh, the same uh, letters or the same threads that, uh, that we're getting the, uh, the winter seeds on. I'm trying to open up another microphone here. And it's not, uh, it is not obeying my authority. So let me see if I can get it open. There we go. All right, guys, I'm going to bring Moggin on because, uh, because it will be her lash you shall feel on your back if this doesn't get, uh, get pulled off like it's supposed to. Moggin, welcome to the show. <laughs> Scout, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was very naughty. The I think it was lash anybody. <laughs> well, hey, you know. Hey, thanks. And you know, um, I have enjoyed very much listening to the to this conversation. I think it's going to be very good. And we are going to want to link this on our winter seed page so that we can go back and listen to it again. But what I would like to do, if it's okay with you guys, is break from the seriousness for a second and just let you and the listeners here go have a look at a mock-up of. Uh, a very, very, a very, very crude form of what will eventually become our Winter Seed webpage. Are you interested in that? Let's do it. Can you post it in the chat? 
here it comes. It's coming into the chat now. It's a JPEG. TechRes, TechRes set this up. So if everybody, when they when I hit the send button, if everybody will go take a look at this and then come tell us, come back and tell us what you see and tell us if you see anything interesting there, okay? Here it comes now. Okay. And uh, I'm going to read this out. For you folks that aren't in the chat, I'm going to read this out now. It's going to be a little bit long, so make sure you got a pencil because I'm not going to read it five or six times. HTTP, <laughs> the dot thing, the uh, backslash, backslash, farm 5 dot static, S-T-A-T-I-C, dot flicker, F-L-I-C-K-R, dot com, backslash, 4077, backslash, Four eight eight zero six five three two five four space C zero zero A zero D niner B three five. All right. That was a killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the exciting part of the show there. So I guys, think I'm gonna this Head to this location, and I guess, well, you've got it uh, hot-linked in the chat, so you can go directly to it from the chat. And, I'm going to uh, try to make a tiny URL up for it, and then it will be less difficult. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Uh. And uh, Stacy says that the winter talk, with it being 100 degrees here, makes him homesick. Well... Uh, it's a yeah. It's a, over a hundred. It's been over a hundred here every day too. Uh, I don't know what it's like in Kentucky. I imagine it's uh, probably a little bit more uh, humidity than we have here. Thank goodness we've got uh, it's fairly dry here, uh, but it being extremely hot. <clears throat> All right. So finish uh, finish with the. Uh, you, you gave us the location. Now, anything else about that uh, that you want to uh, brief us on? No, I just want everybody go. You know, go take a look at that and uh, see if you like um, see if you like the uh, patch and stuff, and also the oval. Uh, I think that looks very good. <laughs> I think that <laughs> looks very very nice. Yeah. It's, uh, winter seed got the rifleman patch with uh, snow and icicles, and has the blue. Uh, RWA oval uh, with the 13 snowflakes. <laughs> now, do you think do you think that we'll have trouble filling our lines with that patch? Because uh, no, we really thought the entire instructor cord would be out shooting for the, for that. Patch. Oh, listen, I'm telling you, you you whip up a new patch and you will fill it up. If nobody else, the instructors, I'm telling you, people will do anything for a patch. <laughs> You make a patch, and they'll be they'll be shooting in the winter naked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want a patch for that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> be afraid of what that might look like. Well, I'm just telling you that, that people love the patches. Uh, so, yeah, that looks good. That looks very very good. Uh, okay. Did you have anything to add to the uh, to the winter seed discussion while folks are no, perusing no, this? Uh, <laughs> I would just, and this is this is a pretty crude version of what we'll actually end up with. Uh, but uh, we thought we'd just put it out there so folks could see 
what was coming. I'm sure when when you actually when we actually go real with it, it'll look uh, it'll look a lot better. Uh, but uh, just thought folks would be interested in seeing what's uh, what's coming, what's up. This is going to be a fun thing um, and a good thing, a new things to learn. But it's also going to be a lot of fun. How much uh, snow do you guys get where you are at, Margaret? Uh, up in up in Wisconsin, I think the average is. Um, I want to say it's somewhere between 30 and 40 inches, but in the last couple of winters, not last winter, but the winters before, we've had 100 inches. So it can mm. it can get pretty snowy up here. Now last summer or last winter, I think we only got 20 some inches, and we got almost all the snow we got we got in December. But uh, it, yeah, it can it can get a fair amount of snow up there. More closer to the lake, I think. Right, uh, right. And you get the, so. the the snow effect off of the lakes. So yeah. what we were talking about, and uh, and uh, I believe, uh, Frank, you're, was that you or Spartan? I couldn't tell which one. But you brought up that the time to get these events on the schedule is right now, Getting make, making sure that you're talking to the ranges, you're getting them advised of what we have planned, and making sure that the ranges are, are going to be available to us, and then getting them on the books as soon as possible so people can start pre-registering for them. Yeah, hey, Mike. Uh, Spartan yeah. has some real good information as far as safety, cold weather safety, as far as personal safety. People okay, online. Spartan, hit us with it. Okay, so you guys have already talked basically about a lot of stuff, and uh, that's that the cold can be a, a great threat to the shooters and the instructors, and we already heard that it does decrease your ability to think and your will to basically do anything but stay warm. So what I want to talk about for just a couple of minutes is the risk and what the risk looks like and what we can do as instructors at an apple seed to mitigate that risk. Does that sound okay to you? Sounds great. Let's go. Okay. So everybody's body wants to be at about 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, and that's inside in your core. Your extremities, your fingers and toes and arms and feet, are going to be a little cooler than that because they're away from your torso. And the three things that your body can do to affect that is heat production. When I talk about heat production, when you eat, when you drink, and when you move, your body's going to produce heat and warmth. Shivering is one of the main ways that your body produces heat. Then heat loss, how you're dressed and how cold it is is going to affect the heat loss and also about evaporation. You're going to lose fluids in the wintertime at about the same rate that you do in the summertime. I know down there where it's 100 degrees, you're probably going to sweat a lot more than you do in the winter. But if somebody comes up to an apple seed and it's 20 degrees and they've got a down parka on and Gore-Tex over that and they're bundled up with four or five layers on, they're going to sweat pretty good as well. So well, it's not just the sweat. Thing. Every time you see somebody exhale... You can Correct. see that uh, that teaspoon or that tablespoon of water leaving their body. Correct. Every time you every time you exhale, every time you breathe in and breathe out, you're pushing out water. And uh, something that people don't realize when they're in the cold, they think they're okay, but uh, you can dehydrate uh, even faster in cold temperatures, especially uh, super cold, than you can in the heat. Correct. So now the the two big dangers besides it. Uh, making you mentally sluggish and that causing a type of accident. But the two biggies are hypothermia and frostbite. And what hypothermia is, 
that's a lowering of your body temperature faster than your body can produce heat. So while you're out on the line or someone's out on the line, their body keeps creeping down in temperature and their body's not doing enough to keep them warm because of their clothes, because they didn't eat enough, because they're dehydrated, because they're not moving around enough, they continue to cool off. And the first symptom that we're going to see as instructors is the person's going to start shivering. When they're shivering, they're not going to shoot very well either. So when you see somebody start shivering, it's time to get them warm. Either pull them off the line, like you said, around the fire barrel, or if there's a place inside to warm them up. Right, and, so, you, and you brought up a very important point, which is safety. And, and this goes, it goes for cold, it goes for warm, it goes for hot. It doesn't matter when it is. And let me tell you that the, probably one of the most dangerous times you'll experience uh, on the line for, as a shoot boss, instructor, etc., is going to be that time period from, uh, say, 2 to 5 on, on any day. And uh, folks have just eaten their lunch. Uh, you've ridden them hard that morning. And the two to three, or two to two to three is actually about the worst, but two to five uh, is going to be the time when folks are going to be in a, a less than alert condition, and that's just as true for the uh, for the cold weather too. Because when you eat, you put a lot of food in your body. That food has to have blood uh, to process it. So when you start pulling blood out for whatever reason, it goes into your stomach to process that food. Uh, then you've pulled blood out that should be circulating through your body to keep you warm, keep you alert, and folks are going to be a lot less uh, alert. So that means you have to be a lot more alert. You have to be watching these folks really closely uh, in cold or heat because uh, the signs are going to be kind of subtle a lot of times. The, the, uh, them not listening or not hearing something or being tired or cold just like he said, the minute you see somebody start shivering, they're done. They're done as far as being able to uh, to shoot safely and correctly. Get them off the line. Get them uh, warmed up, whatever it takes. they got to get in their car, turn the heater on, uh, bring them around a barrel, stomp their feet, etc. Whatever they have to do uh, to get that shivering stopped because that's a danger to them uh, for the hypothermia. It's a danger to the rest of the folks on the line because a shooter that's not alert, uh, that is not uh, that does not have the ability uh, to be uh, to be as safe as they can be is a danger to everyone. So make sure that uh, that you instructors, you shoot bosses, that you're well aware of this. All right. Uh, so, go ahead, Spartan. Okay. So further down on the list is frostbite. Frostbite is really frozen tissue, and this can occur at about 10 degrees Fahrenheit with a 25 mile an hour wind in 45 minutes on exposed dry skin. So. Normally, we're not out there in a 25-mile-an-hour wind, but as the temperature starts to go down, it can happen. So you need to make sure when it gets to cold temperatures like that, people have their skin covered and they keep it dry. So on how to mitigate these cold weather risks. So we looked at shivering, lack of concentration, hypothermia, and frostbite. We want to make sure that they come prepared. So maybe on the advertisement or out on the board when we talk about the winter shoot, maybe we should put some recommended equipment that they bring winter specific. And what I mean is a, a hat. I like wool hats because when wool gets wet, it still retains a lot of the heat as opposed to a polypropylene hat. When it gets wet, it doesn't retain as much heat as it did when it was dry. So 
sometimes wool can be your friend, a baklava or a face mask. Um, if you've ever fired an, an M16 or an AR-15 in extremely cold weather and you put your nose against the charging handle or against the stock and it's really cold, some people can develop frostbite on the tip of their nose, believe it or not. So, you know, the polypro silk-type uh, undergarments and a middle layer right, that right, are right. down or cortex and trigger finger mittens. There was a reason the Army came up with that. A couple pair of socks, good boots. And the thing, I'm also a downhill ski instructor up in the North Country, and the thing that we really like are those chemical hand warmers and the chemical toe warmers. If you put those in your boots, it'll keep your toes nice and warm and your fingers nice and warm in your gloves. So when you take it out, you can put it back in the glove and it'll be warmed up. Hey, you're not that guy that was trying to teach me how to ski downhill in the uh, cross-country skis in Ripley, Minnesota back in uh, 79, are you? No, that wasn't me. All right, good. So uh, another thing you can think about is having a buddy system so that somebody is checking each other. So I'm checking somebody, he's checking me to make sure that I don't have any palish-looking parts on my nose or my face that frostbite might be coming on. Or making sure, you know, like safety rule number four, we're making sure that everybody's staying safe, and you can wrap that up. And right. Now, we had a guy that, uh, that's like we had two on our team uh, back when I was running with the uh, with the Ranger, Long Range Reconnaissance Patrol folks. <clears throat> we went to Winter Warfare School there. That was about the only time that uh, we ever participated in the cold. But we had two guys that were assigned on each team to uh, monitor the temperature. And uh, when it got to a certain, every time it hit a certain level, uh, it required another set of rules uh, for us, right. and uh, that probably wouldn't be a bad idea to have uh, some of the instructors there with their, uh, I guess you would have, uh, you know, regular thermometers or wet bulbs, whatever you, whatever you guys use for the for the cold, to make sure that uh, when it hits a certain temperature that uh, you guys take the appropriate action for it, and uh, and the, the frostbite on the face can happen fairly easily, because a lot of people, their face stays pretty warm, or they think it stays pretty warm, and you think you're just getting uh, like some, uh, I don't know, s like sunburn or something on it, but you're you're really getting frostbite. So so you need to make sure that uh, that you as instructors are uh, are watching that as close as possible. Okay. All right, and you got anything else, Spartan? You mentioned about the warming area. I'm, and I'm thinking they should also have maybe hot chocolate or soup around because warm liquids with something in it will help them. And look at decreasing the time on the line and increasing the time that you're warming up. And the last part I want to say is about kids versus adults. When a kid tells you he's cold, he's cold right now and you need to get him warm. <laughs> An adult an adult, you never know if they're really cold or not because of what they're telling you. They could be false bravado or they could be a wimp. But a kid, when a kid says he's cold, he is normally really cold right now. And that's all I got. Right. Well, the like uh, they were talking about it earlier, you have a core temperature. And your core temperature can only uh, – it, it, there's no latitude as far as it moving down uh, multiple degrees. It can only go down a few degrees before you get in trouble. And when you do go down those few degrees, there, it's no time to jack around with it. You have to get warmed back up, and you're not going to get warmed back up 
uh, by just uh, even just putting something on, extra on. Uh, you're going to have to do something. Uh, going to a warm area, you're going to have to do some physical uh, exercise, something to make sure that you've warmed back up, that your core temperature is brought back up, because your core temperature only has to drop a couple of degrees before you just get really stupid. And uh, and we don't need folks on the firing line who uh, who are cold or shivering or who have uh, uh, who have put themselves on a path to hypothermia. So this is something that we'll make sure that we keep covered. And I believe that Moggett was talking about making sure that we uh, – uh, Moggett, you say that there's going to be some place that uh, that folks can go to get information for the winter seeds? Yeah, we're going to build a winter seed webpage, which will actually have uh, – <clears throat> and uh, actually B9 will, uh, will have a lot to do with that uh, when we get to that phase of the project here in a, in a few, few another few days. But uh, – yeah, links to uh, information about where the w winter seeds are, links to information about how to prepare for the winter seeds, um, all of the sorts of things that you would need to know before you went to a winter seed, we want to try to bring off of that one page. You know, because if we try to, stuff on the forum is just spread everywhere. So it's easier to just build a web page, and if you want to know about winter seeds, you go to that web page. You know what I mean? That's exactly right. I'm telling you, forums are good. For a lot of things, unfortunately, I've I've yet to discover any of them. But uh, I'm sure that I'm sure they're good for something. Uh, but most of the things that they're just terrible for. One of them is getting information. So having a a a page that you can go to to get the information is the absolute best idea. So Margaret said that she'll uh, that she'll be in charge of uh, putting the lash on the back of whoever's going to do that, and then uh, there'll be one place that we can get to to get the winter seed information. And I'm sure that you guys uh, will be working on it in the, the threads for your states and then crossing over to make sure that you're helping each other set up for these. But the main thing that uh, I want to make sure everybody understands right now is that all of you guys up in the winter areas, and we're not talking about just the northeast. We're talking about uh, from, uh, from coast to coast, anywhere there's snow, Make sure that right now, tonight, you're looking at the calendar saying, I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to Range XYZ and get a shoot set up for uh, the uh, uh, October, November, and December in these locations. How soon can we start jumping over to uh, 2011, Moggett? You know, uh, Savage Shooter has been taking 2011 reservations for more than a month now. In fact, there's, uh, I forget how many are already there. So really, we're just waiting to, on the ranges to uh, you know, open up their calendars and let us start scheduling them. As soon as as soon as the range will let you schedule a, uh, a uh, winter seat, while well, you uh, you book that baby, uh, and uh, we can process it here on the forum, no problem. Okay, because we've got in Texas here, we've got I think about five shoots for 2011 already set up, and I told them that uh, I would I would get to get it figured out uh, to find out how to get it on there because we have folks that want to start signing up right now for the. Uh, March and April 2011 shoots. So, yeah, okay. I need to see when Rifle Woman's going to start her stuff too, because that's not just Savage Shooter. Right, Rifle Woman to has be, to do that on Eventbrite. Let me make right, a note of that. Schedule for Eventbrite so that they can start signing up now. Uh, this the the March shoots are only going to be. I think we've pushed it down to about 50 or so, but that's just because uh, it's the uh, introduction shoot. We want we would yeah. like to have it so that we can uh, once the March shoot is uh, is a go, 
then we'd like to invite all of those people and their buddies to the April uh, shoot. So we'd like to make sure that uh, as soon as possible that we get that opened up so that we can start registering folks for it. Uh, I told you that in Texas, and I've been pushing it for the rest of the folks, too, is that – that you should, when you look at your schedule of events, look at your shoots, and you're doing the uh, the winter shoots now, then don't just stop there, all right? Go ahead, shoot on in to all the way to winter of uh, 2011. Start getting those ranges to okay the shoots a year ahead. That way you guys can have them on the, uh, the list a year ahead. People can start signing up for them a year ahead. Instructors can start planning for it a year ahead. So when you're and, – and, and I'm sure that we'll get all this figured out as far as registration, paperwork, and everything else. But for your own states, make sure that you've already talked to the ranges and uh, the folks that will let you sign up for 2011. I know a lot of ranges don't want you to sign up for 2011 until 2011 shows up on January 1. But the ones that will let you do it, go ahead and get them, uh, get them locked in. Get those dates locked in for uh, your events so that uh, we can get them on the schedule, we can get them on the board, and get the folks to start uh, planning for them. Oh yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're uh, ready to start start working on that anytime anybody can get that stuff scheduled. And you know, the goal is to have as many uh, seeds in the five coldest months of the year as you have in the five warmest months of the year. Although I suppose for you guys down south, it would be the other way around. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, it's you know, try to spread seeds out across the uh, across the calendar now. No, so that'll I- make. I see that you're you're talking about me. You, you're saying that I'm I'm fabricating the story of you cracking the whip, and I just want everybody to know that I'm not fabricating the story of her cracking the whip. But I will I will add this disclaimer to it. She's cracking the whip lovingly, lovingly cracking the whip. <laughs> yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> that's that's your romantic side, <laughs> and the liar side working in uh, working in tandem. Well, hey, listen, somebody somebody needs to crack the whip, and we would much rather have you cracking the whip than Fred. Uh, yeah, Fred's yeah. whip no. is like a cat of nine tails, so uh, we'd much rather have yours than than that one. But somebody has to crack the whip, and you know, it just that's just how life is. Somebody has to be saying, let's get it done. Uh, otherwise, it just doesn't get done because uh, that's just that's how humans are. So, uh, you know, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, but, you know, when we crack the whip, Scout, we like to call it leadership. We don't like to call it, you know, these sadistic terms and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it works well, better with a more positive name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just being a realist. <laughs> Uh, well, you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. That's that's exactly true. And and I think most people understand that uh, that when I say that uh, that I'm saying that in a uh, you know in a joking manner, uh, and that 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 is what we really do expect from folks is for the leaders to lead, lead by example. And uh, and we've got a lot of good leaders in this program. And uh, and most of the people know who they are, and that's what you should be doing. You, should, you guys should be looking at your leaders, at the folks who are leaders in the Alpha program, and following their lead, uh, you know, doing what they do, working the program the way they do it. It's not hard, and it doesn't take, 
it doesn't take any special uh, set of chromosomes, any special manipulation of the DNA. All it takes is you to, to make the decision, the commitment to do so, to just say, look, I'm going to get on the ball. I'm going to do uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to take uh, ten minutes. I'm going to take five minutes. How about that? I'm going to take five minutes. I'm going to do five minutes worth of stuff. And I'll, I'm going to set my clock for five minutes, and I'm going to work that full five minutes, and then whenever it goes off, then I'll go back to uh, whatever other 25 chores I have. But I'm going to do that five minutes worth tomorrow. And the next day I'm going to do another five minutes worth. And you'll be amazed at how much you can get done uh, in that five minutes. So that's the only difference between between the folks uh, who are producing a great amount and the folks who are not producing so great amount is making the decision to actually make that commitment to do the job. It's not hard. It's, well, it can be hard, but it has to be done anyway. So, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's all I have to say about that. Hey, speaking of leaders, Scout, do you think that was a good time to sort of mention those uh, leaders in uh, – Georgia that are going to have a special challenge this weekend? Run that by me one more time. I, I had a bad connection. Uh, so now is a good time to see your audience um, about those leaders in Waco, Georgia that are going to have a special leadership challenge this weekend. When uh, Fox News comes to film them. I'm still... I, I got Waco, Georgia. Uh, Fox I don't know if News. it's my phone or... Yeah, okay. Okay, here, Fox now, News. right there. Go ahead. Fox News is coming to film an apple seed in Waco, Georgia, Saturday and Sunday. Okay, perfect. I didn't know if you'd heard about that. I didn't, well, I, I did hear about it, uh, but I didn't know when they were coming or what, or what was going to go on. Now, I will tell you that <clears throat> I've been sending out... Uh, challenges to all of the networks, including Fox TSP. Uh, I know several of the people at Fox TSP, and uh, I sent them, along with several of the other uh, organizations, including some of the ones, some CNN, stuff like that, and some of the networks, uh, Mm -hmm. challenges. I said, uh, here's what uh, the New York Times wrote about the project, and uh, and." what do you have to say about this and what do you and what do you think about the fairness of this and shouldn't they have a chance shouldn't we have a chance uh you know to explain it uh, to the folks so i'm hoping that uh, somebody and more than just one is going to take up the challenge well it looks like at least one has and you know there's a saying that um most publicity is good publicity so we'll see how it works out how are they going to do it they're just going to uh they're going to come to an event in Georgia, and what are they going to do? Uh, you know, they taped Fred today. They had a taped interview. They taped an interview with Fred today, and uh, then they're going to come film uh, Saturday and Sunday. But I don't know many of the details of it yet, um, other than you know to expect them to come on uh, to come on Saturday. I don't see anybody from Georgia in the chat room here either. Uh, but uh, I don't think I don't think they've told anybody yet. Uh, we're just you know getting ready for that to, to happen. But it should be interesting, and we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, Appleseed's hitting the big time, you know. It gets on Fox News. 
Right, and uh, I was telling folks last week and the week before that uh, now is the time to get uh, to get on to ride this wave. Uh, you, you know the the amount of uh, publicity and promotions, uh, notoriety, etc. You can get from a situation like this is is it has a a, uh, a small lifespan, and we should be riding it uh, uh, for as much as we can get. If you Google New York Times Appleseed Project, you'll get back a long list of the who's who of all of the uh, the gun forums, all of the gun sites, the gun forums, etc. The first thing you'll get is the New York Times article, and then right below that you'll get the sub. Uh, listing, which is the, that was the call to arms slideshow that they did. The third mm-hmm. thing that you get is the Appleseed rebuttal of the uh, the story. And then after that, you get all of the different forums and what they have to say about that. So if you're a member of these forums, you should be chiming in. There's the, there's everybody, High Road, Frugal Squirrel, uh, ARFCOM, on and on, every single, and there's about four pages of them. Uh, of the ones that I know of, and then many after that, of all of the folks that were talking about it. So uh, you should, uh, folks should be on there making sure, first of all, that we have a good crew out in the public that help us with this. But you should uh, just take a look at those and see if there's anywhere that you can uh, politely uh, add any clarification that's needed uh, to the discussion. Uh, I did that with several of the forums that uh, I happened to be on, and I checked it out, and I found out that uh, that there were no apple seeders on these forums, and people were discussing it back and forth, but they didn't know what was going on, so I got on there and very politely uh, explained it, and then invited them all to the uh, to attend a shoot here in Texas because this was a Texas uh, forum. So I would be wringing every ounce that we can get out of this. And you know, we need that right field. You know, that Waco's kind of on the Georgia-Alabama border, kind of halfway halfway up north to south. If folks have relatives or friends down there, uh, it's a great time, you know, to urge them to go to this apple seat because it'll certainly be uh, different than uh, <laughs> any of the other ones. All right. Did uh, are there any of the folks? First of all, let me ask you guys: uh, Are there any of the folks, Ed, any of the rest of you uh, uh, Northerners? Do you guys have anything else you wanted to add to the uh, to the winter seed discussion? No, I'm just looking forward to getting things up on the page mortgage building. All right. Let me bring another uh, caller on here. Area code six one seven. You're on the air. Six one seven five one nine. Did you want to talk? Hold on. Maybe it's not accepting the. I'll wait for just a second till the uh, till it shows if it uh, took the the command. The uh, the controls here at Blog Talk, and I told you guys a little bit earlier uh, that uh, that this is got to be one of the the most porcupineish systems I've ever dealt with. Uh, <laughs> It is it is just really hard. Now we've had several offers from folks 
that would like us to come onto their networks. And uh, it's something that I would like to, to check out. It's just there's a limit to how much stuff that I can do right now, especially if it has anything to do with IT stuff. And listen, by the way, while I'm talking about this, I want to ask guys, uh, volunteers again, uh, I need some help with the radio show and uh, also with the uh, the billboards uh, that I'm doing and uh, and the the connected uh, uh, promo things with the billboards. So if anybody feels like they uh, like they would like to work in either the radio show or help me out with the billboards, then please just uh, send me a PM or send me an email. Uh, so that uh, I can get you guys uh, lined up and we can help expedite this. <clears throat> the uh, the billboard program is coming along. Uh, it's coming along okay. I'd like it to be faster than it is. Uh, we have the billboards up now in Indiana, in Terre Haute. Uh, there are two billboards up there. They were supposed to go up uh, this last Thursday, but they actually went up, I think, uh, last Tuesday. So they're up there, and that uh, that should actually one of the billboards is on I-70 right on the border as you're heading into Illinois. So that should be helping spark the Illinois interest. And uh, we have uh, a set of billboards ready to go up in Decatur, and another set in Indianapolis, and then another set in Bakersfield, California. And uh, and I could certainly use some help with it. One of the things, one of the problems that I have is I can't sit at the computer stay on the phone all day waiting for these folks to call me back or to answer my emails, etc. Uh, I got a regular job that I have to at least fake out like I'm doing. And uh, so if, you, if anybody feels like they would like to assist on this, I would be uh, very, uh, very happy to have you on the team. Uh, okay. And... Uh, and that uh, that takes me up to the Waterman shoot. All right, now if anybody from uh, the that's uh, connected to the Waterman shoot, if any of you guys are on, uh, I may ask the uh, the New York guys if you guys are through to uh, to open the lines back up to uh, the rest of the folks to call in for the Waterman shoot. Anybody have anything else they need to add? Any of the rest of you guys from uh, uh, the Winter Seeds? Anybody uh, anybody want to uh, uh, add any last thing out about the winter seeds? Nope, we're good. I'm good. Okay. Any of you guys? Uh, if are any of you guys listening just on the telephone? Yeah, I'll, I'll drop off. I'll, I'll pick up online. Okay. If any, if if you guys are whoever's not, if you want to listen, just stay on the line. But if you guys are, if you're through, then. Uh, then go ahead and uh, and drop off so that we can take uh, some of the Waterman folks. Uh, if any of you guys from the Waterman event that are running it, if you will uh, uh, give me a call in and let me know about the uh, the let me know your the, the number you're going to call from so I can grab you off that. Just put that into the chat. Uh, the Waterman folks uh, are going to need a hand with this because this is a big event. This is a uh, this is a huge event uh, for Appleseed, and uh, I told you guys earlier that uh, Pippi from California is uh, she's doing the the liaison with the Guinness Book folks. 
she said that we might have a chance. Uh, I think it takes. I think it took four weeks. They needed four weeks uh, in order to have them uh, involved in it. And I think that she made the cutoff date uh, to, with the uh, the application for it. And uh, um, if she she'll let me know how that's going. I'll let you guys know this coming week about it. <clears throat> but the Waterman folks need some help because the apathy program isn't just a local or regional program. It's a national program. And when we do something big somewhere, then we want to call in all the tribes. We want everybody helping. Just because you're uh, uh, 100 miles or 200 or 1,000 miles away doesn't mean you can't help because you can. <clears throat> and here's how. There are thousands of community calendars in Illinois. And you can get the Illinois, you can get the Waterman event listed on all those community calendars. That way if somebody says, listen, uh, what's going on for the next uh, few weeks or what's going on this next month? How am I going to find out? A lot of people use those calendars. That's why they have them up. You can get the event listed. Make sure that you, when you submit the application for it, that you put on there that uh, the uh, Appleseed Project is a nonprofit organization because most of them don't do commercial ventures, but uh, put on there that we're a nonprofit organization and uh, get the uh, get the event listed on every one of the Illinois calendars that will let you access and list it. And listen, the way you do that is you just type in Illinois uh, space community calendar and uh, hit uh, enter. And that will bring you up page after page after page of community calendars for Illinois. Everything in Illinois has a community calendar. Every radio station, every TV station, every city, etc., has a community calendar. Uh, the other thing you can do is uh, you can send a nice, polite, uh, personal invitation uh, by email to uh, a, a huge amount of these cities there in Illinois. You can Google uh, uh, Evansville Chamber of Commerce, and it will bring that up, and you can send a nice, polite email with a link to the homepage and a link to the Waterman 300 shoot and invite them to come, invite the, any of the folks there to come. I, I do the sheriff's department, the uh, county police, the state police, the fire department, uh, the city council. Uh, I just send them a nice, polite email uh, inviting them to come. Not a spam thing. Make sure you address it uh, to whoever you're, you're writing to and send them an email. We can all uh, help out the Waterman folks. Uh, I would like to see this shoot closed out in the next week. Another 200, add or 200 shooters added to the line in the next week, closing it out. So, and that is not a, an unobtainable goal. Uh, we just need a little bit of help doing it. So take your five minutes tomorrow, Google the uh, uh, community calendars, and pick a community calendar and just do one. Just do one. That's all you got to do. It'll only take a couple of minutes to do that. Uh, I'm going to post a little bit later on the, uh, the GOA website because the Gun Owners of America, and that reminds me that uh, Larry Pratt from GOA, has, uh, he said he'll be glad to come on the show. We may have to do a, a show on a different day of the week because I think he, t- he teaches Bible classes on Tuesday. 
but he said he'd be glad to come on the show and talk about uh, uh, what uh, gun owners can do, you know, to help uh, safeguard their rights and liberties. <clears throat> but uh, they have a great uh, application on their website, so where you can go and uh, you can go to that uh, to the location on the website. You can pick out a state, and you can send an email to every radio station, newspaper, uh, television, and uh, magazine uh, in the state. Now, you can you have to do it only five at a time, but it will let you just keep doing it over and over until you've gone through every one of them. And you can send uh, the information about the water, Waterman shoot to every one of those locations in Illinois. So there's plenty of ways you can help from, uh, from the safety and comfort of your own home. Uh, what, uh, Maga, have you had some suggestions for what folks can do to help with the watermen? Did I lose you? Is there anybody left on the telephones? Mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh, can you guys uh, in the chat room hear me? All right, it got tossed off because it's showing everybody on the line here, uh, but it also looks like it's got like it's hung up somehow. <clears throat> Let me uh, try and reset the switchboard, and then uh, and then you guys can call back in. It's showing everybody's still on the line, so all right, all right. If you guys, uh, Sam and uh, Manga, if you guys want to call back in, we'll. We'll bring you back on. All right, area code 718. You're on the air? Yes, Cal. Am I there? You are here. Who right, is this? This is K-Dan from New York. K-Dan. Well, how are you doing, my brother? All right. I'm all right. I've been sitting here since about 8.15. I don't have – I'm in a tent in Virginia and I knew that we were talking about winter seeds, and I knew Ed and Frank were going to go on, and I, I've done some winter seeds, and it's New York, so I wanted to be a part of this. But I don't have the web, so I couldn't be on the chat room, so I've been sitting here with my phone to my ear for an hour and 20 minutes or so. Well, you know what? Your number never came up. Yeah, I heard you just talking like that. And I've, and I've come on and off, too, because my phone has a browser, so I went on the forum, and I... I PM'd everybody, trying to get them to tell you that I was there. But here I am. And uh, I don't want to take anything away from Waterman or anything else, but I just you know, I just want to check in with my brothers from New York and Pennsylvania. And it's well, that, always that's great, but listen, we, we've, we've, the inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. Hey, well, Dan, in a tent in Virginia. You're going to have to expand on that just a bit. <laughs> All right. I'm happy to. As a matter now, of listen. Fact, we better not hear any banjos in the background either. Oh, you're telling me I don't want to hear the banjos in the background. I got my dog here. I got my kids asleep. I'm kind of stashed behind some trees here. I'm actually out uh, in the King's Dominion parking lot. By uh, I'm uh, I'm going to visit uh, a friend of ours. You know, VA shooter down here in Virginia. I'm going to going to see him. Got some uh, some things to talk to him about. I got some time. My wife and my daughter are off in. Uh, off in London for a couple of weeks, trying to to satisfy a Harry Potter fixation. 
So uh, I'm taking some time off from work. I got my boy here. We're driving around. Going to go upstate, back up to New York, maybe see Ed and Sergeant Rock and the boys if I get a chance because it's too hot down here. I'll tell you what. I don't know how you do it down there in Texas. Well, listen, I was talking to some folks while I was in New York because uh, I kept expecting to bump into you somewhere up there. But uh, yeah. I cleaned out some space here in my barn for you to ship your rifles down to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will you know, take loving care of them, my brother. <laughs> I'll be with them. You know, I hope you got some. Uh, I hope it's got air conditioning because uh, I'm going to need it. I'm, I've, I've become. Uh, you know, we're talking about these winter seeds. I don't have any problem with a winter seed. I'll go out and shoot in the snow. It's just 9,500 degrees that, that I have difficulty with. And I came down here. Like I said, I'm in Virginia. I had air conditioning in the car the whole way. I got to the place. I stepped out. And it was like stepping into an oven, I mean, or, or something, like like just into the thickness of, of some sort of green, swampy, I don't know what. And it's, it's, it's brutal. And now I'm in my tent. I leave the things open and the bugs come in. So I zip the thing shut. And then it's, wow. Well, that just sounds wonderful, K-Dan. It's beautiful. I was in the pool all day. I'm, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to go down to CVA tomorrow. And I don't even know if anything's going down at Ramsar, but I, I don't imagine I want to go any further south than uh, than I am right now. <laughs> well, just spend spend some time with VA shooter. Doug is a great guy, and uh, and that will yeah. be that will be a great time there. Now, you you are going to be putting as many shoots on uh, the schedule when you get back home as possible, right? Well, I'm, I've been concentrating this year on Calverton. Um, we're doing one a month out there, and that we did. We actually did a winter shoot last year, and it was uh, we had a, a, a Jewish gentleman. There's a lot of, of Jewish people up here in New York and Long Island, and they, their Sabbath is on Saturday, as some of you may know. And so a Saturday Sunday shoot for religious Jews is is, is a difficult thing. So we had a request on the Long Island Firearms Forum for a Sunday Monday shoot, and. Uh, then we, we started to set that up, and ironically, it became that the, the weekend that, these, that, that it was really best to do was the, the weekend after Christmas, which was the 27th and the 28th, I believe. If I'm not, it may have been, it may have been the 26th and the 27th. I don't know. I think it was the 27th to 28th. I don't, I don't remember exactly. But uh, we went out there on a Sunday and Monday, and the week before, it had snowed 24 inches out on Long Island. So I spent the week before that, uh, well, the week before the not not the week before the 24 inches but the week before the event trying to reach everybody i could trying to find a snow cat some dogs with sleds you know and i had i actually had people that were going to bring a couple of snowmobiles because to get to this range out on calverton it's it's out it's just north of the hamptons out on the end of long island there and it's kind of you know around there it's kind of like uh, it's kind of posh but where this is actually, it's if they, they this guy owns a quarry for sand, where they dig sand out for for construction to mix with with cement and, and whatnot. I'm sure some of it goes to fill the beaches when they wash away, but it's a pretty rough spot. And, and the, the range is about a mile back in there, and uh, some you know it, I, I didn't I didn't uh, there's been some times when I've had events out there when I didn't drive my car out to the range. So I was thinking in 24 inches of snow that was going to be quite an adventure. I was really by the time it came around, I was really looking forward to it. But everything melted. 
melted in like a week, and uh, we got out there. But you know, it was it was it was it was looking like it was going to be pretty hairy. I was kind of I was kind of excited about that. But we're going to be doing one every month out there in perpetuity, and that should okay. be good. I think I think you'd like this range. The next time you come up, you got to come out. I I I, I missed you this year. I missed you too, brother. Well, make of, sure that you make sure that you are getting them logged in for the. Uh, for all of the winter seed events, and then uh, and then stay stay hooked up with the the rest of the winter seed guys, so we can really make this uh, we can really make this event come together. I'm going to bring another guy on the line here. Area code nine three six eight two five. You're on the air. Michael, how you doing tonight? Good. Who's this? It's Steve. Oh, hey, Steve. Welcome to the messages. show. We we did get a uh, did get. I want to get a couple of billboards going. And we've got them coming. Uh, okay. I got uh, the guy from, uh, and I posted this, I think, online tonight. Uh, Steve is the uh, uh, the DAR owner in College Station, and uh, he said that uh, he was going to uh, take uh, take the lead and get some uh, billboards himself. So I've got him some billboards coming. Matter of fact, uh, the guy sent me the locations. Uh, just a while ago, I can okay. send them to you, and you can take a look at which ones you think are the best, okay. and then uh, and we'll get them up. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get out of your way and let you get on with the show. Uh, can you email those to me when you get done with the show? I sure will. And just so everybody knows that uh, that Steve has taken uh, the lead also in uh, Texas Winter Seeds, and he has uh, events in October, November, and December at uh, his place. So yep. if you're uh, anywhere around the College Station area, you're good to go for the winter seeds. Yeah, yeah. Ground zero between uh, Dallas, Houston, and Austin. Does anybody come on down? Right. And if you'll take a look at your uh, schedule and uh, see what you got going, we'll take uh, we'll take another twelve for 2011. Okay. So just uh, let me know which one of those are. Well, I'll how, send you how the. About not not trying to up updo Waterman, but how about if we do uh, September 11th, uh, 2011? Let's do 500. Oh, uh, yeah, and you can do it at your place now, can't you? Yeah, sure can. Okay, well let's uh, let's start working on that then. Okay, rock and roll. Put, put it right. on the book. Let's go. All right, I'll talk to you then. Uh, I'll send you the email yeah. after the show tonight, and I'll yeah. talk to you tomorrow about uh, starting to set up that event. Okay, thanks a lot. I'll talk to you uh, later. Thank you, brother. Bye. All right, area code six one seven five one nine. You're on the air. Hey, Chad, it's Crack from uh, Massachusetts. Uh, hey, I'm Crack, how's the, it going? I'm in the same sort of spot as uh, as Dan. I heard about Winter Seed, and uh, I've been sitting in a parking lot for a couple hours now, <laughs> hoping to help help some people out with it. Yeah, so we ran, uh, must have been one of the first ones back in 2008, about a foot or so of snow on the ground in Apple, Massachusetts, in the middle of February, and... Uh, Couple things we learned: uh, gloves are pretty much disposable. They're going to get wet, so bring a whole bunch of them. Once you get wet with that kind of stuff, it's over. Uh, that, that that goes south real quick. And uh, try to trample a good path down to the uh, target line between the firing line and the target line. Uh, you don't want to have people kind of running like straight forward towards their targets like they usually do. If you kind of uh, make a path, everybody kind of you know, takes takes the edge down, has a little road, and uh, once this stuff gets all trampled out, uh, 
it's almost like nothing. You know, it's no no big deal. And uh, another thing is, you want to watch out for shooters uh, building little hand rests for themselves in the snow, cheating a little. And those AQCs, it's like shooting off a bench. And uh, I don't know, it's a good time. I wanted to blow up some of the myths too about the winter seeds. People seem to be worried that nobody's going to come. That winter seed we had uh, was scheduled way ahead of time, and uh, uh, we've done many since. But that 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 first one, we had more people show up in the middle of February than we did at all the other shoots at that range combined. So people will definitely turn out. You you sell it as an adventure, a way to challenge themselves, and they'll turn out no problem. Wow, that sounds great. And uh, I sure we have uh, some of the folks from up there, like uh, Dwarven One. <clears throat> He's calling a couple of times talking about it, and you know, and the the idea is that you guys you got uh, five or six months of the year that you know you've lived there your whole life, you know it's going to be like that, you know you have to walk around in it anyway, and uh, and so it's not something new. You guys know how to deal yeah. with that. You know and how to you know how tramp the snow down. Fred, Fred puts it, uh, of course we could double, because we're only working half the year. That's what it is right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it's uh, nothing special. Everybody should get out and do it. And, and I, think, uh, I think a lot of I think a lot of people are, are getting bored towards the winter time too, and you start to start thing. hear about something yeah. like this, and then you know, not without getting, not without, uh, I don't, not getting macho about it or anything, but just kind of saying, yeah, let's go do this, you know, let's go, and then you, people start getting up and, and ready to go. We had, you know, it was two days after Christmas, and we had a full line, uh, you know, in the, in the frozen swamp sand pits of Long Island. It was, you know, and it, it'd, it'd be great. I'd like to, I'd like to. Take the, take this opportunity too to to let people know if you know anybody anybody that's listening you know there's a lot of people that live in New York and on Long Island a lot of apple seed instructors are from Long Island up here in the Northeast those New Yorkers if you know people down on Long Island in Long Island it's kind of it's kind of turning into sort of a, a closed society there because there's it's only you know besides going into Manhattan there's only one bridge off that island. And it's I don't know it's like 80 miles long, so they, they, we've got to get these people active there. So if you know people down there, anybody that's listening, if you've got a cousin or an uncle, they don't have to be in the city, but anybody on the island, you know, let them know. And that we're doing this all year long. And these people, people down there, you know, they get their rifle and they leave the island and they go deer hunting somewhere once a year. They go upstate for a couple of days. But if they know they can do this, you know, a lot of people have heard of the Calverton Range. It was a little. A little more. It was famous back in the 70s for for they used to shoot all kinds of stuff out there. But now it's kind of it's a little bit more safe. And then it used to be, some of the stories I hear about that place, you wouldn't think it was uh, in Lower New York State. But the people come out. People will come out. You sit around. You you, you know you've watched enough enough reruns of whatever, and uh, there's nothing to do in the yard. Break out the rifles. Right. Yeah, and as Dan uh, kind of alluded to. The, the week before that, that shoot he had in, in Long Island, it was like the blizzard from, uh, I don't know, 78 or something out there. It was it was ridiculous. And he was all worried about getting, uh, you know, snowshoes and everything to trek out there. And then by the time the day came, everything melted. It was like just another normal day, kind of kind of a little bit cold, but nothing, nothing else special. So, you know, when you're setting up shoes now, you're kind of rolling the dice. You can end up with anything. But, you know, it's... Uh, 
you could end up with something fine, just another normal day. Actually, the worst worst that I've been out in the Appleseed Trail is, uh, you know, it was like a 32-degree day, and that was colder than uh, the days where it was snowing because this was like a kind of snow-rain mix, so, you know, got into everything and and uh, kind of sucked the wind out of you a lot worse than just the drier kind of frozen snow does. Uh, so, Yeah, you never know. And people oh, exactly. show up. Who else we got here? We got, uh, I believe this is, uh, Chris, is this you? Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, Chris. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Now, I think I saw you earlier say that, uh, that you either had already put on or you're adding in Badlands for the winter shoots. Oh, that's a necessity. Everybody's ready to do it when it's not two foot underwater and freezing. So I think snow would be a welcome <laughs> to Especially after this weekend. We spent two days in the blistering heat, and we still made riflemen, and everybody keeps saying, you know what, it's time to shoot in the snow. And I'm like, well, I'm up for it if you guys are up for it. But you know Oklahoma, we don't get much snow. We get a dusting. Right. Well, you guys made uh, six riflemen at the last event at uh, Chickasaw, right? Yeah, I didn't know one of them was uh, one from the Texas cadre, but by the time he scored, I was like, I don't care. You came here and shot in an oven, you're getting another patch. He's like, I already got one. I said, well, take this one home with you. <laughs> well, that sounds great. So make sure you get those on the schedule as soon as possible. Fill up the, uh, fill up the November, the uh, October, November, December schedule there in, uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, winter seeds and uh, make sure that we've got uh, make sure that we have uh, them all on the uh, on the schedule. Okay, I'm going to bring somebody else on with us real quick, uh, Chris. All right, Techris. Yeah. You're on the air. Uh, thank you. Well, thank you for calling in. <clears throat> we want you to give us the uh, give us a rundown on. Uh, on what you guys are, uh, I, I know that you're the uh, the Indiana guy, but uh, give us a rundown on what uh, what you guys are doing to help the Illinois folks for the Waterman shoot. Well, uh, I just got word my promotions team for Indiana has basically shifted gears, put on a different hat, and is um, within moments we are sending out a flurry of uh, promotional materials into Chicago, uh, the, uh, the, the gun stores there and the media there should be begging us to stop before long um, because we're just going to turn all of our energies away from Indiana for a couple weeks and just nail Chicago as hard as we can um, because that market, that metro market, um, is the biggest target there is for the Waterman shoot. And uh, there's no way that market's saturated. So we've uh, we've been researching and looking and doing some more researching and some more looking and uh, the flyers and the personal letters and all that stuff goes out tomorrow. Well, I told folks a little bit earlier that uh, <clears throat> that this isn't something that uh, that Illinois is supposed to be doing on their own. We're all supposed to be pulling together in this because this is an, an apple seed event and. Uh, and we are all apple seeders, regardless of where we are located in the nation. And that uh, there are plenty of ways that folks can jump in and help 
uh, from the safety and comfort of their home in their pajamas, etc. And uh, and is there anything anywhere you want to direct folks to that uh, where they can chime in or jump in to help with the with the plan that you have? Um, not immediately. Although, if people want to contact us, that would be great. Uh, the the print materials, uh, as I've been uh, notified by my promo team, go out ASAP. And then, as soon as those go out, what begins after that is the series of, of follow up calls. Now, what we could use more than anything else, uh, really, what we would love to do is if we had five or ten instructors who are within driving distance of Chicago um, and who would be willing to spend a day uh, basically plastering uh, parts of Chicago's with the color flyers that we have ready to go. Um, that would be exceedingly helpful. And that can be done from just over the, you know, several different borders. Uh, and if anybody's interested in doing that, uh, you know, let us know, and we'd love to help coordinate that. Um, but as of right now, we've got to get the first the first flow out now. Uh, the other thing is basically contacting if if you're in an adjacent state, make sure the riflemen, make sure the attendees in your state know that they can attend this shoot uh, for free if they've been to a previous event. Um, I don't see any reason why this line isn't full and with 200 people on a waiting list, uh, considering all the, the different ways that, that this shoot is going to be amazing. Well, if you guys heard that, if you guys are willing to uh, meet Tecris there uh, to help hand out the flyers, then uh, he said he'll take you guys all to lunch or dinner. <laughs> That's what I heard. I didn't know. I... <laughs> so... You guys are going to have uh, all of these stuff, uh, all of the flyers and stuff ready, and you'll have it electronically. So folks yeah. can access that. They can uh, grab the files, download them, print up the stuff, and then help start passing them out. And this, it's also, uh, this isn't just an Illinois thing because there's also a uh, kind of a challenge uh, to see how many uh, of other state folks, which state can have the most people online. Is it going to be Illinois that's going to have the most shooters there? Or is it going to be uh, Indiana or uh, or uh, any of the other uh, states nearby? Who's going to have the most folks on the line? I think that's a uh, pretty uh, hardcore challenge. Indiana might uh, might come across the road with uh, a couple of hundred shooters and uh, skunk the Illinois folks. So uh, this is all up in the air, guys. Absolutely, absolutely. And and keep in mind, you know, we're riding the wave of an enormous amount of free publicity at this point. Uh, we just came the cu off the cusp of some some really big, you know, inter uh, national interest in us. We may, you know, soon go into another wave of that. And uh, frankly, Scout, I'm actually surprised that you still own both those rights that you challenged us with. Um, yeah, well, you're listen, here's 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 a. Uh, did I send you? I think I sent you a uh, a PM the other day, didn't I? I don't think so. I'll check. Uh, check check and see, because I think I sent you a PM with a whole bunch of stuff in it uh, about promotions. And one, of, I I don't remember if I put that in there or not. But what we'd like to do is 
what I would like to do is get uh, a uh, get a group together who would be willing to help with this uh, with this project. Uh, the one Techris is talking about is that I offered uh, a free rifle to anybody that uh, called up the uh, the Sean Hannity show or the Rush Limbaugh show and got the uh, Apple Feed website uh, spoken aloud on the air. Uh, you do that, now you, you got a free rifle from me. I'll put it in the box and mail it to you. And uh, what we'd like to do is get a group of folks who uh, who will be at home during the time period that these shows are on from around, uh, I think, from 10 a.m. till 5, and, uh, like, say, eight or nine folks, and get them together for a week, and uh, you just uh, periodically call the show trying to get on for a week, and then we'll get uh, some of our IT folks, uh, Scuzzy and uh, Zonker and a couple of the other guys, to spin up some extra servers uh, to, to hold the flow if uh, if they do manage to get on the air. And let me tell you guys, you sit down five to six, seven, eight people, and you tell them uh, you're going to call the show for the next seven days until you get on, you're guaranteed to get on. We're guaranteed to do this. Now, Rush has already shown, because he said it on the air, and it's happened many times already. He said uh, when somebody would call and say, hey, can I give out my uh, my web address, they'll say, sure, go ahead if you want it to crash because uh, it's going to get a million hits. So we have a good chance of getting a million hits. Now, what we don't want to do is have somebody do it without a little bit of planning beforehand so that we get the website crashed and the other uh, 900,000 folks who try and access it get uh, turned away because that wouldn't be too good. But what we'd like to do is have a program set up where, where, where we get ready, we call them, we have the servers set up, and then we get those million hits. So I think that that would be a very worthwhile program. If you guys are, if, one, if anybody's willing to to help me with this, then uh, then just PM me and let me know, and we'll set this up in the next, uh, like say the next uh, two weeks or so. And the the reward still goes. Anybody that uh, gets on the the air is going to get a free rifle. And uh, is, that, is that still that Enfield you've been trying to give away for two years? <laughs> well, I got uh, I've got several rifles. I've got the collector's uh, edition Enfield. Uh, it's all matching number, uh, in excellent condition. Uh, I'm not I'm trying to number one Mark III, and then I've got a uh, a completely uh, uh, collectible uh, uh, 1891 Argentine Mauser, uh, the bet one of the best actions ever made. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just wanted to step in because uh, cause I'm two things. First of all, I, I got to get off. I'm in a tent and uh, I got this phone on. I know everybody can hear me and my kids trying to sleep. And secondly, um, I've been willing to help you with that because I've got a job now where I spend a lot of time sitting around doing nothing. So uh, calling up the shows in the middle of the day would be fine. So you know, I'm 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 off. I'm out of. I'm away from my computer for a couple of days. But if you want to take a note right now to PM me about that. And again, this is Kdan. Um, let me know. I, I could start making some phone calls during the day. That wouldn't be a problem. That'd be a lot of fun. Okay, you got it. And I'm going to go. Goodbye, everybody. Good night, everybody. Okay. Listen, Love you take all. Take care, God brother. All right. Bye, bye, Scout. All right. All right.
And uh, let me see if we got anybody else here. No, okay, that's good. All right, so, uh, uh, all right. And Techris, what else you got for us? Well, we're uh, everybody knows that we did the crunch the numbers for a very specific purpose, and that is uh, Project 1000. That we uh, we will one way or another, with more or less combating, reach our goal of a thousand shoots this year. If anybody's unaware of what that is, go to the forum, and at the very top, you're going to see Project 1000 and what it is. And basically, we've begun to uh, talk to the state coordinators and the instructors about what each state needs to do uh, to pull their part of uh, making this happen. Now, Indiana took on uh, a little bit more of a burden than we asked the other states to, and Texas took on you know, a, a really amazing burden, uh, took a serious pledge. But uh, here in Indiana, we said we'd come up with uh, 15 more shoots than, uh, than we had already signed this year. And uh, I unleashed my, my HK team uh, of rangefinders, and uh, within one month, we've signed nine new ranges. There you go. And we, and we have three DARs, one of which already has a shoot, which is two people away from selling out. And it's only been up for a week. Well, that's that is absolutely great, and, and all it took was all it took was a team, highly motivated go-getters with their ears to the ground, getting piped information from other people, other forums, and you know just sending along, and that team just going absolutely nuts, making every contact, going everywhere, and uh, doing it. And it's actually just primarily one guy. And all you know, Yellow House has done is go, 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 and look at that. We're we're probably going to overshoot our quota uh, for the rest of this year. It's quite possible we we haven't done it, so I shouldn't claim the victory yet. But nine new ranges in less than a month, just because I've you know we have spun up to do it. Every state can do this. Every state can do this. Right, and and you're absolutely right. And uh, let's see. I think that we've put on. I think we've added one, two, three, four new ranges. And then I think that we're running last week, I think we did, well, I think we added about 10 new shoots. And I think that we'll add another 10 this week. And uh, and that's not counting some of the other states that we're also uh, we're pushing to add on. But, like you said, it's not uh, it's not something that can't be done. It's just... It's kind of shaking ourselves loose uh, from the from the uh, the complacency from the saying yeah from from saying oh here's what we did last year so let's do that again this year and we'll be okay because it's not okay uh, it's it's not a way to grow the program the way you have to grow it is you keep you got to keep uh, you got to get out there with the machetes and uh, chopping through the uh, the undergrowth and finding locating new ranges getting them on board. And getting new locations on board, and then getting the shooters to attend those new locations, getting the, the shooters to come to those new events. So promotions, along with adding uh, new locations, is a huge thing for the program. And uh, there's a lot of ways to do this, but without the promotions, you don't get more people on the line. Without more people on the line, you don't get uh, additional folks that will sign up to become instructors. Without getting more folks to sign up to become instructors, there's no way to staff 
uh, and prepare for the growth that we are going to experience this next year. Guys, if you think that this year is rough, think about next year or the year after. Uh, wait until we have the uh, the April 17th, I mean the April uh, uh, whatever day it's going to be this year. I can't, I mean this, this next year. I don't remember now if it was the... The 18th and 19th, or the 17th and 18th? Do you know, Tekris? The 2011. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be. I think the weekend before. But I, I actually that would be a question from Moggett. That's her. That's her. Okay. Question. Well, think about. Uh, we did the uh, 100 shoots uh, this year. Think about the uh, uh, the year when we do 200 shoots on that weekend, or 300 <laughs> shoots on that weekend, because those days are coming. And think about think about three years from now, four years from now. We 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 cannot think small. We have to keep in front of our eyes that our target audience isn't thousands, it isn't tens of thousands, hundreds of millions. That we're dead serious about this. That when we wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror, there are three questions you should ask yourself. Is the ship sinking? Can the program save it? What am I going to do about it today? And if you do that, everything else falls into place. Everything. Right. Okay. April sixteenth and seventeenth is the date. This is coming from from Rose, and she should know. So April sixteenth and seventeenth yes. is the two thousand eleven date. <clears throat> All right. So that is going to be the day, and I don't know what we've what we've set for a goal for ourselves, uh, but there is going to come a an April shoot, which is our signature shoot, where we are going to be shooting uh, for uh, 200 events on that day. 200 events. So that's uh, 200 locations, enough uh, instructors to staff, 200 events. So you're going to have to work at this. This is not. This isn't something that we can uh, that we can switch autopilot on and start dozing at the wheel because uh, we've been guilty of that here in Texas. And uh, I say we, I'm including everybody else so that I don't look that bad, but uh, uh, this is what uh, has been going on in a lot of the nation. It's just saying, well, we did this amount last year, so if we just uh, stay on the the same plan, then we'll do that amount this year. And we, you can't do that same amount and grow. So uh, everybody should always be having their eyes open for a new location, a new uh, venue uh, to hold a shoot at, and then don't just think about it. Make it happen. You can make it happen. You can get it on the books. Uh, you don't have to be uh, an instructor or anything else to get a shoot on the books. All you have to do is approach the range, give them the uh, the apple seed spiel, and then uh, get them to agree to it. Get download the host application. Get them to uh, fill that out. Get that into Savage Shooter, and then get it on the books. Uh, we are a turnkey organization. You put a shoot in the books, and we will bring everything else that needs to that's needed for the shoot. Mm-hmm. And have faith in that. If if you are a, a, a regional person and you're saying, "Wow, I don't know if I sign this shoot in three months. If you know, we're wow, we're we're just so overworked. I don't know if we'll be able to staff it." Don't let that be in your head. Get it on the books. We'll put people on planes if we have to. We'll do whatever it takes to get the shoot staff, get it signed. Just get it signed. All right. Uh, any of the rest of you guys got anything to chime in? We're we're running out the last uh, the last couple of minutes here. Anybody else have anything that they would like to uh, 
put in before we go? Anything anybody in the uh, the chat wants to get out uh, over the air before we close it out here? I was looking at the chat. It looks like we're probably about an hour or two from the pictures of the first billboards in Indiana. We've got somebody on the road heading on over. Oh, well, that's great. I, I sent you guys, or I posted the completion reports uh, that mm -hmm. Lamar sent. But uh, what I'd love to get is some picture, the picture of a couple of red hats or just anybody yep. standing in front of those billboards. I don't know how safe that's going to be because they're both on major freeways. Uh, but uh, if you guys can get a couple of pictures and post those up, that would be great. Yep, right, that's my, cool. my switchboard says i got 16 minutes, but the English lady says that there's only about 30 seconds left. So let me tell everybody uh, once again, thank you, everybody. Thanks for all the folks who called in. Uh, all of the uh, Winter Seed folks, uh, Ed, uh, B964, uh, Frank, uh, Spartan, all of the Winter Seed folks, thanks to uh, to Moggett, Techris, uh, Chris in Oklahoma. Thanks, everybody, and thanks to all the folks in the chat. And we'll see you again this coming Tuesday night, uh, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, God bless all, and uh, I will see you on the beach. Good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.